Welcome to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. I'm Catherine Mora, founder and CEO of Change Empire Books. We help coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs write and publish quality books and get them out into the world. We believe that thought leaders are made through a combination of quality of service, planning, and authenticity. Do you want to impact lives and leave a legacy? Stick around until the end of the show and we'll reveal how you could be our next guest on the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. Let's get started. Your host, Starlet Henderson here with this episode's thought leader, Erin Galding of FiresideLearningAcademy.com. Erin, hi, how are you tonight? Hi, I am fantastic. I am so happy to be here. Thank you for having me, Star. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. It's great that you're fantastic. Let's have a fantastic time. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about you and your um, Fireside Learning Academy. So this is a mm-hmm. K through 12 uh, school for children, obviously, the K, you know, kindergarten through 12th graders. But tell me more about it and why and how it's different than school. Yes, thank you for asking. So, you know, it was important to us, to me, to create something new in the education space, Mm because we all know education right now is kind of crumbling a little bit. I think we can all feel the pain that these kids are going through. And so this has been on our radar. I have a partner uh, whose name is Jose. It's been on our radar for a while, but we pulled the trigger just pretty much recently what makes us different is mm-hmm. it's important to us to really change that education uh, thought process. And we call it evolutionary education, mm-hmm. which is really bringing mind, body, and spirit in with academia. So the kids, you know, really focus more on their true gifts and their true passions and and let their creativity drive the ship on this mm-hmm. and then they're learning of course the the academic stuff that they need to know and we all want them to know in the process so it's really about um making education part of their life but making that mind body spirit connection the whole child the mm-hmm. whole picture and really um connecting them with their passions rather than us just telling them what they should know. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so um, it sounds like uh, a model where both the parents and the, and you as the teacher, the facilitators, you're all working together to figure out what the child wants and needs and um, building yes. something from there. And you said this is fairly new. So um, tell me a little bit about leading up to um, creating Fireside Learning Academy and really more about you and some of the um, pivot points, pain points, lessons learned through the journey. Yeah, perfect. Well, how the whole concept of evolutionary education came about, of course, it's a process, Mm -hmm. but I have a a 16-year-old son now who uh, is, you know, a creative genius, uh, never one that you could plug in a box And so long about third grade, it's like I was just watching him and his light just kind of dim and he quit Mm -hmm. loving learning. And he he, he would say, I spent my whole day just trying to figure out how to follow the rules and not get in trouble and not get my, my table in trouble because I was talking or doing whatever. 
And this is not a unique experience for mm-hmm. children, you know, but I, I guess as an entrepreneur and one who always knows I can create something that is a driving force for me, just watching him through the process. And it's been a process, you know, I pulled him out of public school and put him into some private schools. And that move alone to just pull your child out of uh, public school, well, especially back then. So this was years ago, because that was third grade. Now he's in 10, you know, is a big deal when you realize, wow, I got the power. I don't just have to do, you know, and that's a big deal. That's a big hurdle for a lot of parents today. And then that's where the school kind of came about as I'm using him as my guide as to what he would like to see. And because all these kids are so creative and, and so passionate about whatever, they just need to be able to express that part of them. Mm -hmm. So that's really the premise of how this school came about. I was laughing. You you said guide. I was thinking that's probably a better word than guinea pig. But (laughs) so this was all born out of an experiment for trying to meet the needs of your own child. Yes, for sure. And when he was in eighth grade, so he was getting ready to go into high school, Mm -hmm. you know, ninth grade, so two years now, you know, we, we, he really didn't have a great place to go and feel like, um, so that's really where it came. Like we were doing okay, really, (laughs) until he was in eighth grade and about to go into ninth, where it's like, okay, high school's not supporting him. It's, 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 uh, for our experience was it was a little bit chaotic. It wasn't Mm -hmm. quite what he needed. It was too, you get so focused on making the grade that that's your only focus. Forget if you're learning anything, heaven forbid, you got to get those grades. (laughs) And it's like, that's just, that's just not okay. That's just not okay. A hard environment to be creative in. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and I really feel like, um, you know, there is this opportunity for evolutionary education to come in and change. And there's a, a lot of, I mean, I feel like the children are asking for this mm-hmm. and they want to express and they want to be creative. And these young souls are coming in and they're just ready to do what they're supposed to do. And as a parent, you know, if, if I would have, I mean, I was pretty intuitive, but if I had the structure, didn't have to create the structure, but I already had that structure in school to just really support what he is here to do, his his passions, his life purpose right. from the get-go. Imagine that experience between parent and child and what you could create together. Yeah. So that's what we really want to bring to the world with our school. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't hear you mention, you know, you didn't come from an education background. You, you're a mom who's helping out your son. So, you know, we're where were the hard parts in this whole thing of like feeling like you were, you know, going to be able to pull this off? Yes, you're right. Cause there were some hard parts. <laughs> there were some hard parts. I'm, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur and I know that I am, and I've done that. I've had several businesses and very successful. So I know I could do that. Right. I know I'm resourceful, knew that I could do that, but really my sister, is um, the education specialist. So 
Her, her name is Kristen Rich, and she's been in the education system for 25 years uh, on all facets, teacher, uh, vice principal, you know, all, all the gamut of all education. Mm-hmm. And so w- when we were talking about this project, um, she she decided really much pretty much in the middle of COVID when, when it just it became messy for all the teachers and all the children. And so she, um, yeah, so she resigned and came over to work with us and, you know, works with us, consults with us and is really guiding us through the process. So she's the education academic part of this Uh and um, helps, you know, really keep, uh, you know, all the transcripts and all the things that we're doing. Right. But I would say- yeah, you got to do that. I yeah. would say it takes some, um, you know, it, it it takes some gumption on my end to just say, oh, why not? Let's just start an international private school K through 12. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just that's just my uh, I guess my personality. And I'm really passionate about bringing it to everyone. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, that's she's she's our education end of it. So a good partnership there. That's good. Yeah. Good partnership. Yeah. And we got lots of great teachers that see how they could make more of an impact working in our school and our model than they can where they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me so more we're about not that. trying to re. Yeah. We're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We're just kind of molding it okay. into yeah. something new. Some offerings that I saw on your website, um, you know, around creativity. Can you talk about, I saw one uh, review about the outdoor learning, that that was fantastic. And I was like, all right, I got to ask her about that. Like, what are parents and children uh, excited about as far as outdoor learning from fireside learning? Yeah. Oh, thank you for asking. Yes. And outdoor learning is such becoming kind of a a, a new and um well, sort of new, I guess it started with the masks. And so people are more aware of it now. But what right. we're doing, what we're building is 133 locations around the world that are life-size, big life-size um, dream catcher manifestation stations with a fire pit in the middle. Okay. So the children will actually come and you know, be able to experience being in nature. Mm-hmm. And maybe they come every day if there's one, if, you know, Close we're enough. on number 12. So we've got a ways to go. <laughs> so, you know, they could come every day to experience that, or they could go to any of them and spend an extended time for as much time as they want to, because each one of these properties has its own essence and has its own, you know, kind of spirit spiritual energy, I guess, around it, if you will, where the kids can just really relax. Mm-hmm. And of course, the virtual part of it is still, you know, that's kind of the glue that keeps everything together. That's where the yeah. records are, the lessons are, you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. So but they could still come and learn with each other and and be together and experience that. And we do a morning fireside um, prayer type thing in an in an act to honor a daily discipline of our own selves. Got it. So yeah, you're actually pulling them in fireside. 
Yeah, that's neat. Mm-hmm. Um, I We're re- actually literally fireside. Yeah. And some of my, I mean, my, some of my favorite memory uh, memories are fireside, right? I mean, maybe not geared around education, but life lessons. So um, that's really unique. It sounds fun. Um, can you, mm-hmm. this it seems like a good time to ask you about thought leadership in general. Like, you know, this, some of this is going against the grain, right? And you're breaking out and making um, new paths. So can you tell me when you're going through this, like, what does being a thought leader mean to you? Well, being a thought leader to me, I I almost call it, I like the word pioneering. I like the word, like, like we call it pioneering evolutionary education is what I consider I'm doing. And it's introducing new thoughts of possibility but then the ability to hold the space or the pose, if you will, while things are moving around. Because sometimes you got to hold the pose when you're brand new into a new space longer than you think as people are catching up to the idea. And I think um, thought leadership is really that, that person or people mm-hmm. that really can hold that space. And just while people catch up to it at the same time. So introducing new possibilities, new ways of looking and thinking of, of things. And of course it's, you know, it's a risk, but I, I, when you're a thought leader, you don't really even look at it like that. It's all, you know, is like, yeah, I was just going to say, it's almost like it's right there under the surface. And I mean, you're, you got to get it out. So, you know. You know, so you're when you say holding a pose, like you've you shout these ideas or you disseminate these ideas, and and you just hold it long enough for it to just kind of. I'm thinking of like kindling, right, or um, embers, and then mm-hmm. you know having people glom onto it, and then you have your fire. I don't know. That's yeah, that's right. In my head. and it's like you know, it's like you know the old phrase: if you build it, they will come. Mm-hmm. So. It's the same kind of thing, but you're you're almost building it energetically and holding that pose as that thought leader, and then as as things are falling into place. Mm-hmm. So, I think both of those are, are great kind of ways to paint the picture. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, um, tell me some of the impact that your school is making with these parents that are catching on and kids. <laughs> Well, I would say it's a huge impact because, you know, there are so many, we get thank yous all the time for even doing this thing that, you know, when you start a brand new school in a brand new space, I mean, I think most people can appreciate how large this is. Yeah. You said international and 130. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we get thank yous all the time. Um, and a lot, you know, a lot of parents who are really in tune with their children are looking for something just like this. And a school where, you know, they could learn when, you know, everything kind of has an ebb and a flow to it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, people who are really, really creative, maybe can't just do this, this, this activity, this task right in that moment. So the flexibility and just the way we're really just carving out this niche is the impact. And then I think, you know, a little side impact is we have parents and students, parents and children talking to each other Mm -hmm. and learning from each other. 
That's huge. Yeah. And they have to choose to come to our school, right? So it's all about the choice. And right. so I, I just think it puts the power back into the individuals. Right. Yeah. I remember you kind of like, even at the beginning of this jump for joy, when you realized you had the power. So that's the impact that you're having with other parents. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now tell me about your book. You have um, put together an anthology chaos to courage. Well, we're in progress. We're in progress. progress. So tell me, give me a status report. Yeah. So chaos to courage is, is a cool book and I'm really happy to be part of it talking about my journey of evolutionary education but the whole premise of the book is how you know people had had the chaos my chaos was obviously watching my son and what he was experiencing and then the courage through steps of gratitude because it really is. You've got to be thankful. You've got to just know that you can do more than what we see. There's more in the realm of possibility. There's more that we can do. And then the courage to go do it. And so the anthology is, you know, other stories very similar to mine where the gratitude journey and just the, but I know we can do so much more. I know we can like it doesn't have to go the way it seems when you're looking, we can change that and create that mm-hmm. and Sounds have like the courage to do it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good one. You also have a book recommendation for our audience. So I'd love you, for you to share I do. the book and, um, and tell us how it's impacted you. Yes. And I, when I read this, I never thought I would just keep talking about it, but it's, it literally is my favorite. <laughs> so that's the soul of money by Lynn twist. And I don't know if this is the latest edition or not, but what it is about is how, you know, obviously the soul of money, it's about money, but how money is energy and how it flows in and out. So you could use this around money or pretty much anything in your life because everything is a relationship flows in, flows out. And in the soul of money, I think one of the things that just really impacted me was like when you... There's a section in here. I I didn't flag it before we got on, but there's a section in here that talks about leaving a legacy and it's leaving a legacy of sufficiency, which when you feel sufficient, it's all coming back to the gratitude of being grateful for where you are. Right. And then when you look at our school and what we're doing, our, our gathering at the fireside is a place for the children to obviously learn from the elders and educators, but then the children teach us so much. Yeah. You know, they Beautiful. teach us a lot of things. And so the soul of money talks a little bit about that, 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 Uh, sufficiency and leaving a legacy and how when you can just stop and appreciate um, everyone's kind of role Mm -hmm. in in things um, you know that's where that's really where the magic happens and that's the legacy and 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 so it it does talk about money but But you said that was an example of you know just relationships in life and how there's give and take and that full circle um and so that's some of the lessons that you learned from that yeah yeah and just how it it flows in and out and so many people even with money and other things just forget that it's all just energy at the end of the day and it flows in and flows out and when you start hanging on to it or you know hoarding or 
you know, like there's a spot of sufficiency where everything just is in balance. Yeah. That sounds like a good one as well. So chaos to courage, the anthology that's coming out that you're working on and then the soul of money. Great recommendation. Hey, um, thanks for your time. Let's uh, close by telling people how to find you if they want to um, enroll in this international school and start working with Erin. Yes. Yes. So firesidelearningacademy.com. And my email is Erin, E-R-I-N at firesidelearningacademy.com. And we do free consultations and academic reviews on where you are so far. And, uh, and all individual, we're individual customized education plans. So we'll have that virtual conversation, you know, firesidelearningacademy.com. There you go. Thanks so much for your time, Erin. I appreciate it. And we, uh, we enjoyed learning from you today. Oh, thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Mora here. Thank you so much for listening to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit changeempire.com slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, please share this episode on social media. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Thought Leaders to Watch. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, changeempire.com or follow me on LinkedIn as Catherine Moore. We're on Facebook and Instagram as Change Empire Book Coaching. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.